How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. He's a former Raven. A reporter these days for WJZ down there in Baltimore. Ravens analyst and former Super Bowl champion, Cadre Ismail, joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Cadre? I'm doing well, Jody. Doing well. My pleasure. Thank you for coming on board. Um... Give me a sense of the Ravens' camp. Are they uh, aggressive? Are they uh, tentative? Are they excited? Are they worried? If you had to use a word to describe the Ravens' camp so far, including playing their first preseason game, where's this team at right now? Hmm. Uh, I think if we had a few words, one would be uh, renewal. One would be... um, Excited. I think you can add in um, unknown. I think you can add uh, there's a speed element to this process that I see from this Ravens team. And I think ultimately what we're going to get from this team once the preseason is over is a, a football team that will either A, be one of the upper echelon teams, or we're going to be looking at a team trying to figure itself out as far as its identity. Understood. Uh, the speed element, is that tied solely to Lamar Jackson and the quarterback? If you're talking about more than that, who else is adding that speed? Am I underselling the speed that they've added on defense during this offseason? Yeah, I think it, it's a couple of things. It, it is a speed element from a defensive standpoint, but it's also a speed element from an offensive viewpoint. Uh, When you look at Lamar, obviously last year was his first year. I think there were some things uh, going on behind the scenes with the nomenclature of the offense and, you know, trying to uh, get him to to catch on to what Marty Morningwood was doing. Uh, In comes Greg Roman now as the new offensive coordinator. I think he and and, uh, Lamar have done a remarkable job of just getting on the same page. But with that, when you talk about adding pieces, Ozzie Newsome, Steps down as the general manager, Eric Tocasa. Now he is the guy in charge, and his draft was about putting in uh, playmakers to to help out uh, this young, fantastic quarterback. And I think what we're seeing so far uh, is a group of receivers, a group of tight ends, and even running backs that I think can be really good and complementary to what Lamar likes to do. Um, and so that's where I look at it when I say the speed element of it all. Um, Defensively, you're talking about the team that was the number one defense in the league last year and the household names that I know Baltimore Ravens fans have been accustomed to, like Terrell Suggs, you know, they're no longer there. So it's a lot of new faces, but judging by what I saw in some of the practices versus the Jaguars as well as the, the preseason game versus the Jaguars, um, this defense, it, it plays extremely fast and – and it looks like they love to hit. So, um, again, this is one of those things where 
a lot of new faces, but I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. Lamar Jackson took over at midseason, went 6-1 and one over the last seven games before that playoff loss to the Chargers last year. What was the thing that you believe he improved most of from the time he took over as the starter to the end of the season? And what's the biggest area that he needs to step it up even more so this year? So I think everyone saw his strength was running the football. Um, it, it was interesting when he got the nod to be the starter. Uh, there were a couple of drives where it was a 13-play, 16-play, um, another 15-play drive where they didn't throw the ball once, and literally they would march down the field and score. Uh, so that's all well and good, and I think that that caught a lot of teams off guard. However, when you look at the Chargers in the playoffs, I think they made the necessary adjustments and quickly realized that, you know, for this team to thrive, it has to, yes, keep its identity running the ball, but you've got to make plays on the outside. You've got to make plays down the football field. And for Lamar, it has been about his improvement, not as a runner, but as a passer and his ability to, to stay in the pocket, deliver throws, but also, you know, for Greg Roman, you know, there's this talk of, of this new style of, of offense, and, and it's going to be different than what we've seen as far as, you know, the league is concerned. But the first preseason game with Jody, he was in the pocket throwing the ball. I mean, he, he looked like a normal quarterback. Is it a little bit of misdirection? I think so. But I think also it's genius on Greg Roman's part to, to get his young quarterback confident and making throws because – their strength is going to be running the ball. But at some point in time, you're going to have to make throws down the football field. And, what I've again, what I've seen in practices as well as what I've seen uh, him do with um, regards to the first preseason game, I think he's right on pace and right on target. Well, they used their first-round draft pick on uh, Marquise Brown, wide receiver. Can he step in in year number one for him, number two for the quarterback, and can those two uh, build a relationship off the jump that uh, he is the number one target in the Ravens passing game? Um, I hope so. And so now you're hearing some doubt in my voice because he hasn't really practiced. Uh, he missed pretty much the entire uh, OTAs and all that, dealing with a Liz Frank injury. Um, this last literally two days, he's been kind of getting back into the groove of it all. Um, he's he's so fast, put it this way, they, they were – um, having him do rehab, and they were doing some max velocity work on a high-speed treadmill. Had him clocked at 20, I think it was 23 miles an hour, whereas other guys who were healthy, they were only going 21 miles an hour. And so we know he can run. We know he can do what he needs to do as far as being a, a home run threat type of a guy. But I think that they've been cautious as far as uh, not pushing him too much and, you know, not allowing him to uh, get out there and have any level of setback. So I think that's the main thing for uh, Marquise is, is going out there, feeling 100%, and then being able to show off what we all know he can be, and that's a dynamic receiver. Ravens reporter, former Ravens standout uh, wide receiver, Cadre Esmo, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. Um, last year they went running back by committee. I was pretty impressed with the year that Gus Edwards had kind of came out of nowhere and became their workhorse back. They decided to try an upgrade by bringing in Mark Ingram on a pretty good free agent contract 
from the Saints. How is the running game going to work? What kind of uh, usage, what kind of committee are they going to have toting the football above and beyond their quarterback who's going to pull it down and run it every once in a while? Yeah, you know, and, and again, this is interesting because it is running back by committee, uh, but there's, there's well, Mark Ingram coming in. I, I think it kind of settles the group, if you will. Uh, last year, Gus Edwards, uh, Dixon, um, both guys really looked good with a strong one-two punch. Obviously, Lamar was um, a guy that was running the ball an awful lot. But if this is going to work, if, if this new offense, if you will, um, look is going to work, it is going to be about uh, Ingram, about Edwards, about Justice Hill, who I think can be a, a home run threat. Um, it's, it's about Kenneth Dixon remaining healthy and, and doing what he does. He's, he's a fantastic, elusive type of a back, a good change of pace type of a back. And I think that with this group, um, they can really, really do something uh, special. I, I think, you know, by having them running back by committee uh, be effective and, and, and doing what it needs to do as far as the offense is concerned, it puts teams in a bind as far as committing uh, safeties to the box. And I think this is where the mismatch comes in because now you have Hayden Hurst, you have Mark Andrews, um, guys that are, are fantastic tight ends who create great separation and look the part. And so I think for the bigger picture for what the Ravens are trying to do, it starts with their backs. It goes out into their tight end looks and what the tight end group can do. And then I think you add in guys like a Marquise Brown, who, in my mind, um, can really – you just pitch him the ball and he's going to just be able to, you know, make some big plays in open space. You add in a Willie Sneed, who I think is a fantastic slot receiver and, and a good um, safety blanket for Lamar. And then you're looking at this offense being a very productive offense. All right, to flip it over to the defensive side, C.J. Mosley walked away and signed a pretty big free agent contract with the Jets and been a stalwart and the uh, linchpin in that defense the last several years. Who's going to be replacing him as the glue guy, middle of the defense, inside linebacker for the Ravens? Well, I, I think we're kind of all waiting and seeing. Um, Patrick Owasu is, is the guy so far. Uh, it looks like... Um, it's kind of a toss-up. I, I really haven't seen that standout player in camp yet. Uh, when you're looking at, you know, going up against the Jaguars, uh, there had been times where, from a running back standpoint, Leonard Fournette and company, they were getting to the second level, and you know, you're kind of like, all right, you know, what do you, what do you got for me? Um, but at the same time, I think it is one where it's more defensive front that's going to be the strength rather than the linebacking crew. I think Patrick Owasu and company, they're a fast group. I think that they're a, a group that, you know, what Wink Martindale likes to do with his different blitz looks, um, I think that they're going to be fine. But at the same time, it's going to be very difficult, in my opinion, to replace a guy that was really steady like a uh, C.J. Mosley. Earl Thomas, a pretty big addition. We know uh, the phenomenal years they had in Seattle and the – uh, departure there did not go well. Uh, how does he fit into the Ravens' uh, system on defense? How does he fit into that clubhouse? Well, you know, one of the things that I, I know for covering the Ravens for all these years, as well as just being a former Raven, I mean, it's, it's about the defense, but it's about a, a, a certain player. It's about a, a mindset. 
And again, you don't have that, that field general that you've had in the past that everybody knows. Well, uh, Eric DeCosta did an amazing job of, of getting in Earl Thomas and, you know, he played for a, a, a legendary defense in the Legion of Boom, but I think what he recognizes here is that there's a standard of excellence when you walk in the building uh, as a Ravens uh, defender, and he's taken the mantle of leadership. Uh, Tony Jefferson, both of those guys, I think, have really recognized, you know, the responsibility of, of being a Raven on defense and, and just what it means to play like a Raven and, and, and that intensity. So it's good to see Earl Thomas here. I think um, ultimately it's the leadership that he provides. It's the seriousness of, of how he goes about his business that I think will be really good for a lot of young guys to see. Um, I'm kind of excited and, and, and I'm anxious to see how uh, it will all unfold when, when they do have everybody out there. You know, practice is one thing for veterans and, you know, I, I see both him, Tony Jefferson. I see Marlon Humphrey. I, you know, I, I see uh, Jimmy Smith. That secondary is, is going to be, you know, fine. It's, it's going to be strong. It's going to be awesome. But I'm, I'm anxious to see when the regular season hits how it's all going to come together. All right, Cardi, last thing. Uh, end of the season, as more people are talking about the Browns and the Steelers, Ravens look up, the season done. Guess who won the division? The Ravens. Again, they do this a lot, fly under the radar. And I think they've got a coach who is that in that same mode. He's, for me, one of the best coaches in the NFL and doesn't get that type of recognition, which he should. Uh, it almost came apart at the end of last year. Conversations, you can tell me, rumors uh, you shouldn't listen to, Jody, that his contract was up, didn't know if he was going to stay, didn't know if they were going to continue on with Harbaugh. They ended up signing an extension. So you're going to stay right where he should and right where he's at in Baltimore is everybody on the same page in that organization now? Did they do what they needed to do to keep what they had going in place and go forward with the winning group they have? I think so. I think part of the organization's uh, look was recognizing Ozzy is not going to be the general manager. I think that that was a huge shift. I think Eric DaCosta finally taking the reins, um, changes the front office dynamics. I think when you look at what John Harbaugh is about, um, it's about every year his teams um, are competing and playing physical and playing hard and playing tough and playing smart. Uh, you know, there were years where uh, he had just a, a ton of injuries, but you didn't see quit. You didn't see sloppy play. You didn't see bad football. You saw, you know, competitive teams and, and not many coaches. I mean, look at how many times we've seen, you know, once the season has ended, uh, you know, just a coaching carousel yet again. Another guy is in, a new guy comes in to the building, and, you know, on you go again and trying to figure out how to win. I think for Steve Bashotti, he recognized he has a winner. Uh, at the same time, he also recognized he had to move on from his franchise quarterback in Joe Flacco. So that, in my mind, was really uh, what solidified uh, John Harbaugh, recognizing that Joe Flacco, uh, he was dealing with a hip injury, um, he had broken down a couple of years in a row. And once he put in Lamar and the way in which he was able to turn the team from being, you know, second fiddle as far as the, the AFC North into the AFC North champions and the way they were able to get into the playoffs, um, it was remarkable. I, I think that's 
coaching. That's recognizing the adjustments and the adversity and how to handle it. John Harbaugh has done an incredible job. I think that's why he got the extension. And now here comes, you know, the new look Ravens. I mean, again, it's, it's a different team. I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm anxious to see what's going to look like uh, the final product come opening day when they take on the Miami Dolphins. There have been some changes, but the guy who's running the show is still in charge, which means the Ravens are going to give you the best effort week in and week out. Great stuff, Godric. Appreciate you coming on board. We'll talk to you plenty during the season. We appreciate the time today. Absolutely. Thank you, Jody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.